hey, it's our weekly streaming show, and here's a sneak peek at our top streamer of the week. Go get you some Desmond Ritter rostered in just 14% of Yahoo leagues and coming off a QB 16 performance against a pretty good Tampa defense. Ritter has a rushing touchdown in three of seven games this year, including two of the last three. He's the QB 10 over his last four and is averaging 295 passing yards over his last three. He faces the Titans this week, who rank 15th in AFPA to opposing quarterbacks. He's showing improvement, worth grabbing in a subpar streaming week. Now let's get to the show. Welcome, everyone, to the Most Accurate Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Brandon Niles. With me is my fantastic co-host, the great Jen Akins. Jen, how's it going, buddy? It's going. I, I got super weirded out. Like, the word Sam Howell didn't come out of your mouth, and I didn't I didn't know what to <laughs> He's do. He's rostered in too many leagues like, no, now. I know. I, I saw that this morning, and I was like, oh, what's he going to talk about? But no, I am, I'm well. I was just telling you before the show, we're, we're about to get a... Uh, a our first snowfall of the season here in Denver this weekend. So, and it, it's, it's a little bit chilly and ominous out right now, even though I think it's like 65 degrees, it's not actually <laughs> cold, but it looks it. So uh, that means it falls officially here. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, basketball season kicks off today. Like we're yes. right in the heat of uh, football season. We're about to hit the World Series. It's like a perfect sports. It's like this. It's my favorite sports time of the year because everything kind of converges. And uh, and then I, I end up staying up way too late to watch everything that's on. <laughs> so, but I'm doing good. Hi, Albert. Thank you for joining us in the chat right now. Um, as a reminder to everyone, this is our weekly streamer show where we highlight quarterbacks, tight ends, kickers, and team defenses you should be targeting as streamers streaming options for the upcoming week. We only discuss a streaming option if they're available in 40% or less of Yahoo leagues. So if your favorite option is discussed, or if Sam Howell isn't discussed, <laughs> it means they're rostered in too many leagues. That's the way it goes. Uh, if you've got any chats uh, to send us, we will answer questions as best we can. And if you're uh, not a member at 444.com yet, uh, please go sign up. Use the... Um, Go uh, use the uh, go to 444.com <laughs> slash plans. Use the promo code YouTube to um, to get a, a discount on a membership. So uh, let's see here. I don't see any questions yet. So do you want to just hop right into the other quarterbacks? I guess so. Um, I guess I'm gonna, so. You know what? I'm going to flip the script here right now, Brandon. Yeah. Is it a good week to stream quarterbacks? <laughs> I love it. It's a meh week to, to stream quarterbacks, admittedly. Uh, Ritter is is pretty good. It seems weird because he makes so many boneheaded plays and you see turnovers and all that stuff. But, you know, he's been good for a rushing touchdown more often than not lately. And he the yardage is kind of coming up. He's He's got good weapons. He's using those weapons, uh, even though we had Bijan Robinson sick and missed Sunday. Uh, that was a surprise. But he still managed to find Kyle Pitts find Janu Smith. Uh, it's, I, I don't know. I think it's, it's not a foregone conclusion that this is the only year Desmond Ritter is going to be their starter anymore. He looks, he looks passable. He's getting better as the season goes on. Uh, like I said, QB 10 over the past four weeks, boneheaded mistakes aside. So in fantasy, he's putting up some production and the Titans just traded away their best defensive player, or at least arguably their best defensive player and Kevin Bayard. I, I think that the Titans are going into rebuilding mode. I think that's what we're going to see happen. Um, We'll see if Derrick Henry ends up in Baltimore. That's my hope. And uh, I think that Desmond Ritter is going to be able to carve up the defense a little bit. So if you have to do it, then I like Ritter. The other guys aren't really good players necessarily, but they all have good matchups. So you can kind of take your pick. I chose Derek Carr against Indianapolis. Uh, Carr has been a turnover machine, and he also, I'm worried about his stress level. 
Like, Jim, when I see him play, I watched that game against the Jaguars last week. He looks like he's about to have a panic attack at every given moment. I The anger management, the frustration, there's something going on there. And I'm very worried about Derek Carr's mental, uh, mental state. That said, he has over 300 yards passing in two straight games. Colts just got in a shootout with P.J. Walker. Couldn't stop P.J. Walker. If you can't stop P.J. Walker, Derek Carr should do a little bit better. Uh, so I, I don't I don't hate Derek Carr. Indianapolis is ranked 23rd in AFPA. Uh, finally, Bryce Young uh, versus Houston. I, honestly, if you, if you talk to me at any given point, I, I might tell you Aiden O'Connell, P.J. Walker, Jimmy Garoppolo, Mac Jones, any of these guys are fine. I like Bryce Young. Houston's 20th in AFPA to quarterbacks. Over the past two weeks before the bye, Bryce Young was the QB 12, so he's getting better. Uh, those were uh, some lopsided losses that the Panthers were in. But still, he's getting better. He looks a little better. He's got a great connection with Adam Thielen. Uh, Panthers also switch play callers. So they have a, a bye week, new play caller. Hopefully, Bryce Young will kind of sling it a little bit more. But I think he at least has as much potential as the other guys, like Mac Jones at Miami. A uh, little random thing. If you could wait later in the week or if you have deep rosters, I don't hate Tyson Badgent against the the Chargers. Um, I just, Justin Fields isn't out yet. So I worry about banking on Badgent right now and not getting one of those other guys uh, when we don't know if Fields is going to play or not. But if Fields is out, Badgett against the Chargers, I probably have him ranked just underneath Ritter as a streaming option. So not a great streaming week. Uh, unfortunately, Sam Howell's rostered in almost 60% of leagues now, so I can't recommend Sam Howell anymore. <laughs> but that's kind of where we are on, on quarterbacks. Uh, Jen, what do you think of this Falcons offense and Desmond Ritter and, and things as it's progressing? It's good to see, right? Because coming into the season, and last season, it was, okay, they, they're building this team, and they have all these young guys and all these components, and then they're going to stick with Desmond Ritter. I mean, I think a lot of people were super bombed in the draft that they didn't go the route of taking a quarterback. They took Bajan Robinson instead. Um, I think people were a little bummed about that, and I think it's nice to see him progressing, as you said earlier. I mean, we'll see how how much the progression actually, like, comes along and like you said this may not be the only year we see him and i think at the start of the season we kind of thought that was the case we were like okay so when are we going to see tyler haneke uh so yeah i think that uh you know it's exciting to see i think for from a fantasy perspective it's exciting to see because we've all been kind of waiting for for drake london and kyle pitts and, and these guys to kind of uh, come to fruition as far as just fantasy assets so it's good to see is it fool's gold i don't know we, we'll see it's at least uh, it's at least fun to watch. I I I like young quarterbacks in general. I like to kind of get excited about young quarterbacks and root for them. I tend to always do that. Uh, let's hit a few questions. Uh, just so you know, Jen, I'm going to let you think about this. Uh, Tom Sturdivant, our friend Tom, wants to know if we like Derrick Henry in Cleveland. I'm going to ask you where your favorite Derrick Henry landing spot is, Jen. But first, we'll hit KJ Frederick's question uh, on waivers. Which which should they prioritize? Daryl Henderson, Roshan Johnson, or Devin Singletary? They're all kind of uh, upside options to me. I, I think I'd probably side with Singletary because it seems like he's getting more work every week. So I kind of like the idea of him. We know that he's produced in the past, but you could talk me into any of those guys. Jen, do you have a preference? No, I kind of agree with you. I mean, I think when you look at the offense, I mean, Devin Singletary, like you said, he is getting more carries. However, that Houston, like they're just not running as much and they're not able to, True. and they're playing from behind and CJ Stroud is throwing the ball well, so they don't really have to run as much. So um, but I do, I like him as a pickup. I mean, I think if he's there, uh, but as far as all, like you said, all three kind of have upside and all three also have warts, but 
I like Roshan Johnson. I mean, I think that he, someone just dropped him actually uh, in one of my leagues last night. So uh, I was kind of excited about that uh, just because, you know, listen, Deontay Foreman had a great game, but uh, I think Roshan will, you know, once he returned, I mean, it was, a you know, from concussion protocol, I think he'll be, he'll be featured in there as well. And I think it's fair to say that Deontay Foreman did very Deontay Foreman things. Exactly. That was very much like he was as advertised and Roshan mm-hmm. provides a little more diverse skill set right. that may uh, make it uh, amplified. Uh, Lindorfins wants to know if they should drop Miles Sanders for Daryl Henderson, half PPR format. Uh, I, I, I'm okay either way. Like I, I think Chuba Hubbard has at least earned that to be a timeshare. And mm-hmm. I think the Panthers offense is going to be pretty inconsistent. So I, I'm not bullish on Miles Sanders coming off an injury. So if you want to swap for Henderson, that's fine. On the other yeah. hand, I think the Rams running game is scary too. So I, I kind of, it is. Like. And Kyron Williams is coming back. So it's not going to be a, uh, you know, rest of season pickup either. So, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so I gave you time to think. Yes. Jen. So uh, your favorite Derek Henry landing spot for our friend, Tom. Uh, our friend Tom, I'm going to throw out the Minnesota Vikings. Ooh, that's spicy. I I like it. I mean, let's be real. Alexander Madison, meh. Cam Akers, meh. Sorry, Brandon. I just feel like he would, you know, that, that team at least used to really like to run and I feel like they can't. So I, um, yeah. How about that? Derek Henry, Justin Jefferson is out for a little bit, run the ball with Derek Henry. Then he comes back and they're, uh, yeah, I like it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, and I do like him in Cleveland, Tom. I think that's a nice fit yeah. as well. Uh, KJ Frederick wants to know if we think that Cam Akers will overtake Alexander Madison, assuming that they don't take te- uh, <laughs> trade for Derrick Henry. I-, I think it's just going to be a mess all season. Akers seems to be kind of sliding in and getting more snaps each week, but I don't know that they'll overtake each other. I think it's just going to maybe a hot hand, maybe an inconsistent. I think it's a mess, KJ. I I think in most leagues, Akers is droppable, but it, you know, if you have a deep bench, it doesn't hurt to stash him, I guess. But yeah, I think it's a mess. <laughs> uh, Lindorfins, first world defense problem. Would you rather start Philly at Washington or the Jets Ooh. at the Giants? Uh, I think Philly at Washington makes more sense to me because Tyrod Taylor, uh, you know, say what you will about him, he doesn't really turn the ball over, whereas Sam Howell has been turning the ball over. So I'd go with Philly there. But what do you think, Jen? I think it's actually really close. I mean, they both, both. Yeah. I mean, both offense, if you look at actually at adjusted fantasy points allowed, uh, I believe the Eagles are, or I'm sorry, Washington. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're dead last and, and, and the, uh, the giants are, are right behind them. So both of those teams. Yeah. I mean, I'd say the Eagles by a hair, but that is, like you said, that's a very good problem to have. Yeah, good uh good options all around Lindorfins. Uh KJ wants to know if they have your permission, Jen, to drop in Antonio Gibson. Uh yes. Antonio Gibson was in my article this morning. He was Excellent. one of, he was one of my five uh, dead weight candidates. So yes, you absolutely have my permission. Uh we'll talk about uh a little bit why actually later on in the show. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, Mr. Scampers, hello, and thank you for joining us again. Uh, Mr. Scampers likes Derrick Henry to the Rams. That's kind of spicy. I like that a lot. And mm-hmm. wants to know which quarterback we prefer to add in New Orleans at Indianapolis. Uh, I'm okay with either one. Gardner Minshew, it, it, it's tough. You know, he go, he has a good matchup and then stinks, and then he has a really bad matchup and plays really well. I don't know what to think about Gardner Minshew. I think he's just, I'm going to nickname Gardner Minshew the Enigma, which I think our producer Sal will probably be behind. Uh, in some way. So the Enigma versus Derek Carr at Indy, I'd probably go Carr, just the matchups better. Uh, the New Orleans secondary is pretty opportunistic and 
Uh, they're not really getting after the quarterback like I want them to be, but they, they're probably a better defense overall. Uh, Tom wants to know what we think of Raheem Mostert rest of season with Devin Achan returning in a couple of weeks. Uh, Jen, do you want to take that one, that Miami backfield? What do you think? I think that it's tough because Mostert, you know, had his worst game of the season last week. So that's kind of where we are in, in the recency bias realm. But I think that, um, I think, I think they'll be fine. I think they'll both be fine. I think Jeff Wilson is not going to be a thing. Not that we really thought he was, but I know he was a hot pickup last week. People were excited. Uh, but yeah, I think Mostert will be fine. As long as he's healthy, I certainly would not drop him if you have him. I think he will be fine. And I think that uh, when a chain comes back, uh, they'll, they'll probably just use them both because Mike McDaniel likes to do that. <laughs> both were good when they were mm -hmm. healthy hard to um hard to argue with that i like that a lot so now comes uh my favorite moment of every week jen i have to yeah. ask you the most important question that people tune in all around the world mm -hmm. to hear me ask and that's jen is it a good week to stream tight end well brandon and the rest of the globe uh it is not a good week to stream tight end. Oh, no. i'm gonna say this is probably the worst week so far this season seriously it was uh, brutal, even coming up with three names. It's 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 a pretty bad week too. Uh, I, I can't sugarcoat it. I'd love to sit here and pretend that there's fantastic options, but uh, there are not. <laughs> but I will give you some because I know we all need we all need you know help and we all need guys. But hopefully, you know, if you had a guy in a buy or whatever, they're back. Uh, there are no buys this week, which is super weird. Uh, I don't know that we've ever had that right, like mid season just. Brandon, I haven't done my homework on that, but it is no. weird. I went I mean, to I didn't, my weeks. I was like, really? Yeah, I didn't do the historical research, but I don't remember there ever just being a random week in the middle with none. But that's where we are. So hopefully you have some options. But if not, I have a few for you. Uh, first guy is going to be Michael Mayer. Uh, he is uh, on the road at the Lions. He is 27% rostered. He only had two catches for 13 yards last week, which is a bummer because a lot of people picked him up thinking he was going to have a good week based on his prior uh, performance. But yeah, he only had two catches for 13 yards. Hopefully Jimmy G is back. Um, that's still TBD. But if he is back, I think he'll get a little bit of a boost there. The Lions are 26 uh, against the tight end and adjusted fantasy points allowed. So they're allowing 10.4 uh, half PPR points per game there to the tight end. So not a horrible matchup. Um, he's there. He's, he's honestly the best option for the week, I think. Uh, I know that... Uh, Justin Edwards in his tight end article, he wrote up Dalton Kincaid. He cheated a little because he's over 40%. And I didn't want to do that to us on the podcast. So, but Dalton Kincaid is a good option uh, as well with Dawson Knox out having wrist surgery. But he is, I think, like 43 or 44% rostered. So I didn't technically, he's not an official play, but he is if, if he's there. Uh, the second guy I have is Trey McBride uh, against the Ravens. He's only 2% rostered. Ertz is now on IR um, as yeah. of today. Uh, not a great matchup against the Ravens. I mean, let's be real. The Ravens are a tough defense and they're tough in the, in the tight end department as well. So not a great matchup, but he is a body and he is going to be the tight end one. So Trey McBride is my, uh, my second, second option there. More memories are made when you're there for live NFL action. And when you need tickets, Ticketmaster's got you covered. As the official marketplace of the NFL, Ticketmaster gives you more ways to find your perfect seat. Their interactive seat map gives you 360-degree previews of your section to make sure you have the best views of those pivotal plays. And if your plans change, Ticketmaster gives you more flexibility to sell or transfer your tickets. Plus, mobile tickets make getting in on game day a breeze. You can even customize your Ticketmaster app to rep your team's colors. 
Find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com slash NFL. Prize Picks is North America's largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform and one of the most exciting ways to play DFS. And best of all, Prize Picks is simple. Just choose between two to six players and pick more or less than their Prize Picks stat projection. It's that easy. And you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. But it doesn't stop there. Prize Picks even offers in game projections. Imagine gathering at the house, watching football with all your friends, and building an entry to cheer for together with more Devonta Smith receiving yards or less Justin Fields rushing yards. Now you can. Just go to prizepicks.com slash accurate and use the promo code accurate to match your first deposit up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Third guy is, is pretty deep pull. Uh, I'm going with Connor Hayward. Uh, Connor? Did I say Connor? Connor Hayward. Connor. Uh, I, I, I think that's okay. It's, it's the past tense. Connor. Yeah. That's I, what it is. <laughs> I, want, I want it to rhyme. Connor Hayward, apparently. So that's how it came out. But no, Connor Hayward uh, against Jacksonville at home. He is 0% rostered. Fryermuth is on IR. Uh, he's got a hammy issue. Um, so Connor was, or Hayward, was on the field for 86% of the snaps last week. And Darnell Washington was on the field for 53%. I mean, I don't know. He got more, Hayward got more of the actual targets. He, he's had seven targets over the last two games. So do with that what you will. He's an option. If you're in a super deep league and you absolutely need a warm body, he is there. Um, I do have one more little caveat uh, in the tight end world here. If Gerald Everett is have healthy, he is an option. He's 25% rostered against the Bears, but we don't know if he's going to play or not. So I don't know if you want to you know, pick him up to stream as your only option and then he doesn't play and then you're kind of SOL there. So uh, monitor that because he is a decent option uh, if if he does play. Excellent, excellent. Um, very interesting Connor Hayward, you know, you watch Darnell Washington, who I know you love, yes. might be uh, hampered by how good of a blocker he is because uh-huh. he's not a problem receiving the ball, right? But the the Pittsburgh offensive line struggles so much. I, I watch it, like they send him in and he just blocks and he's really mm-hmm. good at it. And it's so. a bummer because he has really good hands. I mean, I yeah. watched him. I watched him in college, and and he's a he's a great he's a great receiver. But like you said, they may just need him uh, on the blocking side more. So I mean, you can pick up Darnell Washington, and you know it may flip flop, and he may get may get tor- more targets this week. But Hunter, or Hon- why can't I say this? Hunter Hayward, yeah, we love it. This is great. Oh. Pittsburgh tight ends in our names. I swear, Connor Hayward. I I, I like. <laughs> I had to start him in a two tight end league. Last oh really? Week, so oh, you did. Start okay. Again, so. so yeah, I mean, like. I said if if you're in a deep league and you absolutely need someone he's there but as I said when we started this segment it's just not a great week for tight ends unfortunately I wish I had better news there but it's kind of ugly absolutely all right Rendon Dye wants to know if they should trade James Cook Darren Waller and Devontae Smith for Brian Robinson and Mark Andrews um it's tough without the rest of the rosters like I feel like that's a lot to give up for Robinson and Andrews but but if you're really thick everywhere and you really need the tight end, like it's kind of worth trading for Andrews there. What do you think, Jen? I don't know. I mean, Waller's had, you know, a few really good games in a row. And I feel like we're now getting our rhythm here with Waller. James Cook has been inconsistent. uh, And Devonta Smith has not lived up to the expectation, but Brian Robinson, 
is kind of hit or miss as well. Andrews has been great. So like you said, if you really, really want the, um, if you want the tight end there, then I guess go for it. But it does seem a little like a little much to give up. Maybe, I don't know if you want to maybe give up a different, I, I don't know. That's, that's a tough call. Yeah, it, it's tough. Uh, like I said, if you're really thick at receiver, I think Cook for Robinson's probably a wash. So Andrews is is worth the upgrade. But right. But again, Waller's not, he's he's kind of coming around. He's getting targets. So he is. Know. Um, I do want to address what Mr. Scampers just wrote, Taysom Hill. I, I get it. I mean, I, I understand that. Juwan is is on his way back. He is actually practicing for once. I did see that. And Taysom Hill, yes. I mean, he is an option. But we had a Taysom Hill week last week, and I just we don't get two in a row. We're, we're not we're not fortunate <laughs> enough to do that. So um, feel free. I mean, I, I didn't want to completely. I did leave him off, but he was in my thoughts. I just I feel like last week was the kind of Taysom Hill gadgety week. And I feel like this week he could get a zero, you know, you just don't know. That is the thing. Hill is an all or nothing yeah. uh, proposition. Absolutely. Often, so that's what makes sense. All right. Um, Jen, another yes. fantastic question I have to ask for yes. you. Um, is it a good week to stream kicker? It is a good week to stream kickers. Wonderful. Yes. On the flip side from the tight ends. Uh, yes. Kicker kicker. We're looking good. Um, we have, we have some good kickers. We have, so our, our number one kicker is going to be Cameron Dicker. Uh, he is playing at home against the bears. He is 22% rostered. He was kicker 12 last week. So he had a decent week. Uh, they are eight and a half point favorites and a implied team total of 27 and a half. Both of those, uh, the spread and the implied team total are the second highest of the week on the slate. So, uh, as far as the process goes, Cameron Dicker, uh, is the best guy available there and like i said he's only 22 percent rostered so uh he should be there in most leagues uh the second kicker uh who's there who i really like is brandon aubrey against the rams at home in jerry world uh still low rostered well, i guess maybe they're coming off a buy okay and, that makes yeah, sense people yeah. are you know most people aren't going to hold a kicker so that's why he'll be back up after this week but he's only 26 percent rostered so this is the week to get him if, if you need a kicker uh, he was he, he is kicker two right now in fantasy points right? per game. Yeah, <laughs> kicker two in fantasy points per game this season. Uh, they are favored by six and a half uh, over the Rams, and they uh, have an implied team total of twenty six. So he is solid option this week as well uh, if he's there in your league. And the third guy I have this week is Kaimi Fairbairn. Uh, he is on the road against the Panthers. He's only six percent rostered. They're coming off a buy as well. So Fairban is quietly the kicker one in fantasy points per game. Right He's now. been good. He's been really good. And he hasn't been on my streaming list once. I don't think in eight weeks, but I had, I didn't realize he was, he was the kicker one. He's been highly rostered though. He's one of those names that mm -hmm. most people think of with kickers. So even when right. the Texans aren't good, he's highly rostered. Yeah. It's like him and Koo. Like, even though both teams don't perform well, people always draft them because they're good kickers and uh, people that don't want to stream. They just do that. So Fairbairn, Yeah. He's down to 6% just because of the buy. Uh, but yeah, he's there. I mean, they're they're three points favorites over the Panthers, and they have their implied team total is twenty three, so not huge, but uh, he's there if you need him in ninety four percent of Yahoo leagues at the moment. So those three kickers solid. There's a couple others. Uh, I didn't really, I didn't write them on the sheet. I've got a few bonuses if you want, but I want at least one bonus. I count on a bonus. Okay, okay. Every week, Jen. Okay, I got I got to decide between two bonus. All right, I'm gonna go with Matt Gay. Excellent. Uh, Matt Gay at home against New Orleans. They're one and a half point favorites uh, with a 22.5 implied team total. And he's 18% roster. So he's my, he's my bonus of the week, uh, but he's a, you know, he's a, he's a mildly distant fourth to the other three that I, that I named. 
Excellent. Excellently. Get, get some of those kickers. Those are fun. And uh, Tom sends a, a nice little message, hoping that uh, Rodrigo Blankenship can find his way to the NFL again. <laughs> I was hoping today when I saw that the Rams cut Brett Maher, I yeah. was like, please sign Rodrigo. And I they, thought that too. I was they like, sign some other up. bum. I'm like, why is Rodrigo not have a job? And he should. <laughs> We can only hope. We can only hope. All right. So before we get to the defense streamers, want to take a minute to talk about prize picks. Prize picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. Go to prizepicks.com slash accurate and use code accurate for a first deposit match up to hundred dollars uh, for week eight. I like Isaiah Pacheco to get more than 68.5 rushing yards. Uh, Denver is dead last in AFPA. Pacheco has eclipsed this only twice this season, but He's got at least 12 carries in six of seven games, has at least 60 yards in four of them. I think that the Chiefs control this game and uh, Pacheco ends up getting more than those 68.5 rushing yards. I also like Christian Kirk to get more than 56.5 receiving yards. So that's kind of my two picks for this week on prize picks. Uh, Kirk faces the Steelers. They're also dead last, but against receivers in AFPA. And uh, Kirk has eclipsed this four times this season, averaging 8.7 targets over the last six games after that dismal week one. Uh, so don't forget to go to prizepicks.com slash accurate. Use code accurate for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. So let's go on to defensive streamers. And it's uh, it's it's kind of like quarter. It's a good week to stream if you get the Jaguars. And uh, anyone else kind of sucks. Like you've got bad teams with good matchups, and that's kind of what everything is is uh, all about this week with defenses, except the Jags. Get the Jags. Jags are a good team with a good matchup. So uh, I don't know what else to say to go anymore. They're really good. They're the defense special team six on the season. They were 10th last week. Uh, they face Pittsburgh, who are 17th in AFBA to opposing defenses. Uh, Jags are still number one in the league in total turnovers. You'd like to see them get after the quarterback a little bit more, but they're plugging along and they've got the talent there. And again, the turnovers are a big factor here. And uh, the Jags managed to get a pick six against Derek Carr last week. Uh, they just seem to make those type of big defensive plays whenever they need to. And Pittsburgh's not really scoring a ton of points. So I, I, I don't see why the Jags are still rostered in only 26% of leagues. Like they're really good. Even. They were really good last year. They're really good this year. So I, I, I don't understand, but go get the Jags. Um, other than that, bad teams, good matchups. And I'm talking out both sides of my mouth, which I didn't realize this given my quarterback picks, but I picked <laughs> Derek Carr against the Colts and I'm picking the Colts defense against the, the Saints. So a little bit out the both sides of my mouth. Uh, Saints 24th and AFPA to opposing defenses. Uh, Carr is a pick in each of his last two games. The Colts have picked off six passes this year, so might see some turnover action. Uh, Saints are tied for fifth in sacks allowed. Colts are tied for ninth, and that's with Quiddy Pay being a little bit nicked up. So Pay is healthy now. I feel like they're going to get after Carr. Uh, Saints averaging just 19 points per game, and even that's inflated because of the 34-0 blowout of the Pats back in week five. So uh, I think this is going to be a low-scoring game. Of course, I said that about the Colts-Browns last week, but I think it's going to be a uh, low-scoring game, so I'd, I'd go after the Colts. And then the Texans at the Panthers, again, both sides of my mouth here, Bryce. You like Bryce Young and the Texans' defense. So uh, Panthers 23rd in AFPA to defenses. Houston has a plus-six turnover differential, tied for second-best in the football. Uh, they don't really turn the ball over much. They don't really get a lot of turnovers. They don't get a lot of sacks. Um, they don't give up a lot of sacks. They just kind of... They're like Jerry Seinfeld's even Steven. That's kind of what they do. Uh, the Texans do, but they're, you know, going up against that rookie quarterback. Uh, Carolina looks like kind of a mess offensively. We'll see. 
Um, so we'll see what happens. Texas actually allowed the eighth least points per game this year to, to opposing teams. So another one that could be kind of a low scoring game. Those are my defenses this week. Um, and we've got a couple questions. So uh, Albert, do we like the Falcons defense against Malik Willis or Will Levis? Uh, I don't hate that pick, but I do. Um, I do think that the talent on the Falcons. Oh, no, the Falcons are over rostered that's what it is the falcons are over rostered so i didn't look at that uh but uh, but yeah if they're available i don't mind them against um a rookie or second year quarterback especially on a uh, like i said earlier on a titans team that is um you know tanking at this point uh chris wants to know if they should trade darren waller for a running back and who to target these open-ended trade questions are always kind of tough uh kind of depends on the make of the league, how much it values tight ends, but I'd be looking for like an underperforming back like Ramondre Stevenson. That's kind of who I would target. If you're going after Jen, any, any thoughts on a running back to target with Darren Waller? Yeah, I was kind of thinking the same thing like Ramondre or maybe like a James cook. Um, someone that that's kind of like you said, underperforming. I mean, I think Mixon possibly, but I mean, Damian Pierce would be great. Uh, I don't know if anyone would do that. Someone, by the way, someone tried to sell me. Actually, I'll, I'll talk to you about it after <laughs> the trade <laughs> that somebody tried to sell me with Damian Pierce uh, a couple of days ago. And I literally laughed out loud when I saw it. I was like, come on, who do you think I am? <laughs> um, but yeah, actually, I mean, you know, I think that would be a good one if someone were to do that. Okay, excellent. Uh, Albert, um, I was wrong. They are uh, roster enough. If Atlanta's available, you can go get Atlanta. I, I think I think I like the Jaguars infinitely better, but I, I'm okay with Atlanta. Um, another bad defense and a good matchup. I'm okay with that. Uh, Lindorfins, open-ended question. How worried are we about Calvin Ridley? Uh, worried enough. Uh, it, it, it's been very inconsistent. He's got talent. Like, I don't think he's droppable or anything like that, but, you know, worried enough. I'm probably starting guys like Nico Collins over him right now. Um, you know, the wide receiver twos that are a little more consistent. I'm probably starting over Ridley. Uh, Jen, what do you think? Calvin Ridley, uh, is he, uh, do you trust him in a lineup? No, I, it's frustrating because it's like, I wish he would have just done this from the start, right? He came out hot. So we all got excited. And then we still now have to wait because we're waiting to see if he's going to come back to what we saw in the beginning of the season. If he would have just done this from the beginning, we could have all dropped him and then moved on. <laughs> could have all just moved on. <laughs> right? And now here we are like, oh, but, you know, we had that one great game. And it's it's like a little nugget of it, it's frustrating. But, yes, I'm definitely, uh, uh, I would say, worried. Yeah. That offense quietly is ETN and Christian Kirk. And everyone else is a little, I mean, Evan Ingram's had games and Lawrence looks good sometimes. And Ridley has his blow. But mostly they, they look a little inconsistent i'll just say <laughs> yeah that no, jaguars sure. offense in general uh so jen i'm yes. always looking ahead to the next week and beyond when i'm setting my waiver wire claims on tuesday night so who are the secret stash players i should be looking at this week okay so the stash uh, i have for for next week right for week nine uh theoretically is kyler murray he is 43 percent rostered right now so the cardinals just opened the 21 day practice window for him last week uh, you know, they want to take their time with him. So he's not going to be, he won't be there this week for week eight. Uh, chances are it'll be week nine, possibly week 10. But I mean, we're at a point now in the season, there's not going to be another quarterback with his potential on the waiver wire. So whether or not, you know, if he's there and, and you've got the room, he's only 43% rostered. So I would stash him now if you're in, in, you know, in need of a quarterback, if your quarterback has not had a buy anything like that. Um, I would, I would look into it just because like I said, you're not going to find that, now we might not get the Kyler Murray that we've seen in the past and, and all of that. It might not pan out, but 
there's not going to be anyone on the waiver wire that's going to have at least that potential of a, you know, a top five game here and there uh, other than Murray. So he's my, my number one stash for, uh, for, I guess for week nine could be week 10, but, um, and then I have got two names for the rest of the season, uh, that are, you know, a little bit of a deeper pull, but that's what I try to do with these stashes. Uh, first guy is uh, commander running back, Chris Rodriguez. He is currently 0% rostered. He had the second most carries last week. He only had one less carry than Brian Robinson. He does have a tough game against the Eagles this week. So you're not, you're not getting him for now, but this would be for the future. If he comes on hot, if he takes over Antonio Gibson's, you know, he's, he's not going to take over the pass catching role from Antonio Gibson, but he, he is going to take over kind of that backup role uh, to Brian Robinson. And, you know, they seem to like him. So he's a guy that might come on hot later in the season. Rodgers had a pretty good uh, pre-draft. Yeah. Uh, workout too. I remember kind of looking at him when I did my draft stuff. I, I remember thinking he, you know, profiled as someone who could compliment and play well in an offense. Yeah. And they clearly like him. They're giving him, they're giving him the work. So over Gibson, who, you know, like I said earlier is droppable, unfortunately, and is my biggest miss of the off season uh, this year. Admittedly, he was definitely the one player that I, that I was fighting for that has been the, the most disappointing. We all have a couple. Yeah. So we all have a couple. I mean, yeah. I mean, was, was, <laughs> we're all not perfect. Um, okay, so the the uh, third stash I have uh is another deep pull. <laughs> it is Jake Bobo, wide receiver for the Seahawks. He is zero percent rostered as well. Uh so week six, he had he had just two targets, but he caught them both for 43 yards. Last week with uh, DK Metcalf on the shelf, he had four catches for 61 yards and a touchdown, which was his second touchdown of the season. So they're clearly getting him involved. We don't know what DK Metcalf's hip rib situation is. So he may be out for a little longer. He may not. Tyler Lockett hasn't been fantastic. So I don't know. Bobo's a guy to pick up and throw on the end of your bench. You can always get rid of him later. Why not? Yeah. Heck of a catch too. that, mm -hmm. uh, that, that highlight yeah. touchdown that he had on, on Sunday. Um, Mr. Scampers wants to know, uh, if we have any early leans for Kareem Hunt or Ramondre this week and also Minshew or Mac Jones. So, uh, both of those is kind of talent versus matchup, right? Like Ramondre and Mac Jones have a really good matchup against Miami. I would still go Kareem Hunt cause, uh, Jerome Ford's out for a couple of weeks. So I'd go Hunt thinking he's going to get a lot of work and I'd go Minshew just because I think Minshew's better. And I think that Minshew's disaster games are a little better than Mac Jones's disaster games. So uh, it's tough because because Miami should be a good matchup for Mac. But Mac, we've seen bad Mac and it's really bad. What do you think, Jen? No, I agree with you. I would monitor. I think Kareem Hunt is dealing with some kind of an injury. So oh, okay. monitor that. But yes, I agree with with your choices there. Yeah. Uh, and Mr. For the Scampers. same reasons. Okay. Mr. Scampers also wants to know if they should grab DeMarcado if they were dropped. Uh, depending on your roster, I think he's worth grabbing. I think... I think he's played well enough that he'll get some passing down work when James Conner comes back. So I, I like having him on our roster. I don't know that he'll continue to get to see 70, 80% of the snaps uh, once that's a healthy backfield, but I think he's, I think he's carving out a role and he looks like a good pass catcher to me. So uh, Lindorfins, the Nico comment helps. No problem. Lindorfins. Thanks for <laughs> listening. Uh, Jen, I, I think that's it. I think that's all I've got this week. Do you have any final thoughts before we go? Uh, <clears throat> I do not. Uh, no, I think that, you know, like I said, it's kind of weird. We have no buys this week, so um, we should all have, you know, decently full rosters. It shouldn't be a full scramble. Uh, we do have, you know, a decent amount of injuries that we have to work around. Um, but as far as bye weeks, we get a little reprieve there and should all, you know, have full rosters and we've got some good matchups ahead. So yeah, it should be a fun week. 
Also, I, I do want to say that the answer to if Jordan Addison misses time, which I don't think he will, um, the answer uh, to who to pick up is TJ Hawkinson, who I know you can't pick up, but he's going <laughs> to eat all the targets. That's what's going to happen. Don't get too excited. I hope Addison's not down because I have him. Yet. I have him across several of my teams. So let's hope. Supposedly I thought it was, he's okay. I think I it's like it was cramps, cramps or something. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's supposedly fine. he's okay. So okay, fine. but I know that's that's what my Twitter uh, DMs and questions were filled oh, with really? today was which which Minnesota pass catcher should I pick up? So uh, I think <laughs> I don't think any of the ancillary players are, are the ones to pick up there. I think TJ Hawkinson just eats. So thank you, Jen. Always a pleasure, listeners. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Thank you to everyone in the chat. We appreciate you. We're here every Tuesday evening at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, although we will be a little early next week for Halloween, 6 o'clock next week. Jen and I are both parents, and we're going to try to get our kids out trick-or-treating a little bit earlier. So uh, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time next week, but normally 6.30. So come join us throughout the season live on the 4 for 4 YouTube channel to discuss streamers that will get you through your fantasy season. You can follow us on Twitter at Jen Akins NFL and at you guys, Brandon. Thanks so much for checking us out, and have a good day.